Welcome to Jaguar Jabber, weekly world news, an Icona podcast series released each Friday relaying the international events over the past week. A huge thank you to Jess Reynolds and Maddie Glom for creating the music and artwork of Jaguar Jabber, respectively. Let's get to the news. Good morning, Lady Jags. My name is Sophie Odmark. And my name is Asha Judd. So, Asha, what news washed up on the Bay Shore today? Well, Sophie, on the 21st of October, Taylor Swift released her Midnight's album, which is significant because it's her first new album release since her Evermore album release in 2021. So, Sophie, what has Swift been doing in the meantime? Well, she released her Fearless and Red albums in 2021, which was a re-release of albums that she had priorly written, and she decided to go through with the, this re-release because her old record label did not give her discretion over what to do with her music, and it was all written by her. Pretty much she did a lot of the work for it, and they would not let her perform old songs, which was something that was very important to her fans, and they forced her to use background singers when she wanted to have only her own vocals, and they didn't let her release some of the songs, which is why she has vault songs in some of her re-release albums. And Swift had enough of this control, and she decided to begin re-releasing her old albums and free herself from the restricted record label. So now Swift herself owns the songs independently, but she only owns the re-released versions of the songs and her new albums. Still a girl boss, I would say. I'd say so, too. That's pretty impressive, mind me a lie. Um... I'm not usually a big Taylor Swift st- stan personally, but I thought that this new album like was pretty good, and I actually really liked a lot of the songs. Um, and now me and Sophie are going to rate them all. But first, what were your favorites? Well, my top five were Karma, Antihero, Would've, Could've, Should've, Questions, and Mastermind. And I think... Pretty much all of these songs, at first, I didn't love them, but they definitely grew on me, and I heard the same thing from a lot of people. And, like, some things that I liked about it was that her lyrics were really good, as always. Something that I love about her is that her songs, you can interpret them in different ways. It's like like you're reading an English book. A lot of them were very, very good. And I think that there's good, like, singing songs, like, sing in the car, sing in the shower. I've been playing them nonstop when I'm driving to sing along. No, me too. Um, but we did have some dislikes. Um, for a lot of people that we talked to, it did not meet high expectations because a lot of people were, like, very excited and they have been waiting for this. And um, it just really didn't meet a lot of people's expectations, which was a little disappointing. But um, personally, the oldish pop country feel was a really popular, and I liked that one a lot, too. Um, one thing about Taylor Swift is that she has amazing bridges, and this this album, the bridges were just underwhelming. They, they weren't really there, you know? Because we were expecting more advanced vocals, but Taylor did not provide us with that very well this time, and a lot of the songs did sound very very similar like all of the songs in the album and song like her previous songs like sounded all very yeah similar. i think especially at first when i was listening to it i thought that pretty much all of them sounded exactly the same and then as i listened more they started to sound more different but still there's very similar 
fields all of them. And then, I don't know if you noticed this too, but I've seen um, a lot of people through social media noticing that a lot of the parts in her new songs sounded exactly like the music backgrounds or like things like that in her old songs. And they were finding a lot of similarities and parallels, which I don't know if that was intentional to kind of like draw a full circle between her journey and music, but I don't know. I feel like... Her, like, her writing style, like, the music that she makes, like, obviously it's going to have a lot of similarities because she's the one making it and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, it's, like, really, you can really tell now that she has a lot more albums. Yeah. I do kind of like that on this album she went for more of a pop feel, whereas her other albums that she has released recently were more of a slow like poetic kind of lyrics more yeah definitely a lot of people related this one to reputation because that was like the most recent one that had the like type of vibe that this one had because it's kind of like she's rising up taking back what's hers because this is supposed to be an album for like the songs that were taken from her i agree i've heard a lot of people saying that it's like a combination of 1989 and reputation yeah i can see that yeah so anyways, um, our number one song overall favorite was Karma, and out of, from one through ten, we rated this one a solid ten. Yep. Our favorite, our and fave. we really like the upbeat rhythm. Why do you yeah. like the upbeat rhythm, Asha? I don't know, something about the tempo of that song just really gets me going, like, you know what I mean, Sophie? Yeah, it makes me want to dance. Yeah. So we're going to play you guys a little clip of that now. cannot see but me and asha were dancing that whole time that i was yeah. playing non-stop love that song um so number two we got anti-hero um me and sophie both really liked this one sophie really liked this one actually um, i did we gave this one a rating of nine out of ten this one is super upbeat too just like karma um and the message was really actually like inspiring the message was about the things you hate about yourself, but eventually coming to terms with them. And we decided that this was like a, her, her audience is mostly young women. So it, it, like we said before, it's very relatable for a lot of her fan base and like inspiring for young women. Yeah. And I'd say that it's not written in a way where like they're her customers in a way. So like she's making all money off of them. So she wants to appeal to them. Yeah. I think that it was more of a, like, inspirational kind of thing. Like, she knew that she had this power over this targeted audience fan base, so she wanted to release a song that they could relate to that would kind of inspire them and make them realize that they're not always the bad guy, they're not always um, the worst one in the room, like, you, you're not always as bad as you think you are, you know? Yeah. You don't have as many flaws as other people see. But this one definitely did have some of the weirder lyrics. Um, a lot of things that we were hearing while interviewing other people and getting other people's opinions was how her lyrics were kind of just a little odd. And 
this one this one just has has some questionable things but we're gonna play yeah, give some an example you. of one of the questionable well lyrics. one of the there's a few but one of the biggest ones is um her talking about actually i'll sing it for you guys she says she says um sometimes i feel like everybody is a sexy baby like come like yeah for definitely but like what <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people on social media that I saw commenting about that, all the Swifties were kind of defending her and saying, oh, like, by that, she obviously means, um, it's, like, sexy baby, like, everybody's trying to look young, be, like, hairless, and, like, be perfect and fit the society, um, society's beauty standards, yeah, but I think that it was kind of a little bit of a stretch, because I saw people on the other side saying, this is such a millennial thing to say, like, she's falling out, she doesn't get us anymore millennial is like a good way to describe it because i hate to say it because once in her like at a point in her life like she was like extremely relatable she still is now but like she's becoming more of a millennial so it's like becoming more of that like trying to be relatable type of thing like i'm not i'm not hating on her but like that's just how i feel about this specific thing with the lyrics yeah she has been able to stay relevant as a celebrity for i think an extremely long time. I feel yeah. like she stayed mainstream since like before I was born. No, yeah, she's like in maybe her not 30s, before right? I was born. Maybe before yeah. I, I before you appreciated music yes. the way I do now. Yeah, but um, she's in her thirties now, right? I believe so. Yeah. She won her first like major award um when she was like nineteen. Yeah, so it has. Been she's a been really in it for time. a long time. Yeah, but anyways, here is a clip from Antihero. I wake up screaming from dreaming One day I'll watch as you're leaving Cause you got tired of my scheming For the last time It's me Hi I'm the problem, it's me At tea time Everybody agrees I'll stare directly at the sun But never in the mirror It must be exhausting Always rooting for the end to heal all right, so that was a little clip of that one. That's our second one. And then next, this is, I love this one. It's called Would've, Could've, Should've, and we rated it overall a 9 out of 10 as well. And um, I think that this one had a lot of very impressive vocals, which is something I know a lot of her fans were looking for in yeah. this album. And um, another good sing in the shower song, good sing-along song, there's a very good bridge in this one. It's been stuck in my head for days. And, um, yeah, I think that the lyrics in this one are, like, incredible. Asha, do you have anything to say about that one? No, I completely agree. I, I love the vocals of this one. It's, like, so relaxing to listen to. You yeah. just, like, hear it. And I think also, um, the part that I'm going... The part that I'm going to play for you guys says, um... It's talking about losing your girlhood kind of from trying to grow up too fast and having um, boys kind of pressure Taylor when she was younger. And she feels like she kind of lost her childhood to her past boyfriends, which I think is something that a lot of young girls can definitely relate to. So here is a little clip from this one.
yeah, so just wow. Yeah. The vocals blow me away every time I listen to it. All right, so next we got questions. Um, we rated this one an overall 7 out of 10. The lyrics in this one were also really good. They're very moving. Um, this was a little bit of a slower song. Like our ones that we ranked higher are more upbeat, but this one is a little bit slower. But because of the amazing lyrics, this one really stood out to us. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to play you guys a clip from this one now. Patience. Can I ask you a question? Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room? And every single one of your friends was making fun of you. But 15 seconds later, they were clapping too. Then what did you do? Did you leave a house in the middle of the night? Did you wish you'd put up more of a fight? Alright, so another very good one. And then fifth on our list, we had Mastermind, which we rated overall a 7 out of 10. And... Alright, and so this song um, really just, her lyrics in the song kind of assert that she is independent now and she is independent of her past record label. That's how we interpreted it. Um, so she's taking back that music that was initially stolen from her. Well, not stolen, but controlled by her record label when she knew that it was her hard work and what she had put her work into. So it's kind of saying, this is mine now. I've put in all of the work and now I finally have what I deserve to be credited for. So here's a clip from that. Just like clockwork, the dominoes cascaded in a line. What if I told you I'm a mastermind? And now you're mine. It was all by design. Cause I'm a mastermind. Okay, so I personally am a big fan of Lana Del Rey, and when I found out that Taylor had a song with her in the album um i was really excited and it was actually the last song that she announced so it was like a big deal a lot of people were um really excited about it and um the lana del rey fan base and the taylor swift fan base um me and sophie talked about how we feel like they're just very similar and so like a lot of taylor swift fans were expecting a really good song with lana del rey and it's called Snow on the Beach, by the way. Um, but Taylor, there was, like, no singing from Lana. It, it was, was just background. Yeah, singing. it was just yeah. background vocals. And it got a lot of backlash. There were even some memes. I'm not even going to lie, they're pretty funny. Um, but, you know, some people just think that Lana went to the wrong beach. <laughs> like, she was at the beach while they were while they were in the studio. She clearly didn't get the memo that they actually weren't recording on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Silly Lana. Today, we are here interviewing Junior Emmy Shoup about the new Taylor Swift album. Hi, guys. All right. So, Emmy, what is your opinion on the new album compared to Swift's other albums? Um, I feel like it's very different, and, like, it's a different vibe, and at first I didn't really like all the songs, 
but like as I listen to it more and more, I like the songs more and more. Yeah, I get what you mean. All right, as a whole, what would you rate the album one out of ten? Um, I've only listened to it like a few times. Fake Swifty. So I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I've listened to it at least, but I think I'm gonna have to give it like an eight. An eight out of ten. I feel Valid. maybe a seven. That's fair. Seven, yeah. Eight. Yeah. Agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so what are your favorite three songs on the new album and why? Okay, I really like Anti Hero. That's a good one. Because at first I thought it was like, eh, it's kinda weird. Like, <laughs> like the lyrics. lyrics are kinda weird. But now I listen to it more and more and I really like it. And I also like You're on Your Own Kid and mastermind and i like the great war from like the 3 a.m yeah Yeah. bonus thing that was in our top five rating nice it was yeah um so what is your favorite taylor swift song like overall like out of all of her albums that's like hard question i have a few i feel like it's either all too well like the 10 minute version like, obviously every time I listen classic to it, it's just so yeah everybody says that but like it's so good and also um you belong with me is like mm-hmm. a, classic, a classic a throwback I literally there's a video of me on YouTube somewhere like singing that when I was like four years old <laughs> we'll find it yeah, yeah we will find it it's really <laughs> expect a clip it's, like, <laughs> it's my favorite of all time so all yeah, right those two. thank you for joining us today thanks Emmy. Emmy. Yay. Yay. Okay, so I am here with senior Alana Young. Hey. And we are going to be talking about Taylor Swift's new Midnight's album. So Alana, what is your opinion on the new album compared to Taylor Swift other Taylor Swift's other albums? I don't like it. I like her old albums a lot more. I feel like they're more like upbeat and I liked the early country ones, but even like the later ones like like, Speak Now, those kind of albums, love those. But this one's just not as good. What do you think is different about this one that makes it worse? It's kind of, like, electronic-y, you know? It's like... <laughs> instead of, like, her guitar. And I don't like mm, it. More of an acoustic vibe that you're looking no, for. No, that's oh. not what I said. Okay. <laughs> okay, as a whole, what would you rate this album 1 out of 10? I'll give it a two, and that's generous. <laughs> All right. Um, what are your f- three favorite songs on the new album? I could not name one. Like, I you... I played them, and I just skipped, like, 30 seconds into each because I didn't like them. All right, so your answer, none. None. Didn't like it's any. not good. I don't recommend. Don't listen to it. But you have been a Taylor Swift fan in the past, correct? Yep, since day one. All right, so what is your favorite Taylor Swift song overall, and what is your favorite album overall? Uh, 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 let me, let me think now. Let me think on this one. We're on a time crunch. Okay, I like, I like Speak Now, and I like, what's the other album that she just re-released? I forgot what it's called. Red? Yes! Um, I like the new Red songs, but I think Speak Now is my favorite overall. All right. Thanks, Alana. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Welcome to Jaguar Chopper, weekly world news. 
Nakona podcast series released each Friday, relaying the international events over the past week. A huge thank you to Jess Reynolds and Maddie Glom for creating the music and artwork of Jaguar Jabber, respectively. Let's get to the news.